0: and The Birds Papaya on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week. Welcome to Real Pod. It's your host, Victoria Garrick. And this is the podcast where we hold nothing back. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to do this because I know we are getting into the thick of the holiday season, and that can bring up a lot when it comes to body image, when it comes to food, family. I mean, a lot of things, but we're going to focus on the first two things in this episode. And I'm going to keep it short at a nice little, like, you know, 30 minute short and sweet so that you can listen to this whether it is right before you go to Thanksgiving dinner, while you're exiting the plane and getting to your Uber to go see family, whatever it is, a quick little listen to help get you in the mindset of feeling empowered, encouraged, and self-aware when it comes to your body image and your relationship with food. I know that no matter how far along you're on in your journey, this time of year just does lend itself to more unique situations, whether it's comments from family. I mean, Thanksgiving in general, whether you celebrated it or not, even nowadays, I mean, there's cookies everywhere, food everywhere, and it can be triggering and difficult if you struggle with that. So that's what we're gonna get into this today. I have come up with eight tips for navigating food and body image around the holidays, which I'm gonna share with you. They're easy, digestible, and I hope that they help. Tip number one, accepting that it's okay if you do struggle. I know even for myself, I'm like a perfectionist. I like to know that if I've accomplished something, I check it off my list and I don't have to worry about it again. And when it comes to healing from food and body image issues, We like to imagine that we can get to a place where, you know, Thanksgiving's never going to affect us. The comment about our body from Aunt Sally Sue won't hurt us anymore. Whatever it is, we want to believe we can get to a place where we have such a hard exterior, our boat's not going to get rocked. But the reality is that we're human and there's a lot going on in life and we're juggling a lot, managing a lot emotions shift on the daily. And it's okay if despite all the work you've put in and how good you've been doing, if something comes up and you feel like your boat did rock a little bit. So that's why tip number one is just accepting that it's okay if you're struggling or if something comes up. I know this is something I will keep front of mind for me. And I like to approach it with just kind of a I don't know, sarcastic, cheerful, like, okay, hmm, that's weird. You know, I thought I was past that, but that's an interesting thought. That's fine because I've got ABC things in my toolkit or I'm gonna go on a walk. I'm gonna take my deep breaths or I'm gonna get through it. Let's accept where we are, no matter where we are. Number two is just having curiosity and awareness in general. It's really easy for our mind to go to judgment, especially when it comes to food and body image. You know, you look in the mirror and you immediately go to, oh, this doesn't look good enough. Oh, this is bad. This is wrong. This needs to change. If we're talking about food, it's I can't believe I ate all of that. I can't believe I'm still hungry, right? Our mind likes to judge and label. Instead of that immediate resort, I wanna encourage you to try to lean towards curiosity. Hmm. You know, why did I feel like I wasn't allowed to have another piece of dessert? Why am I so anxious for this meal or awareness around what your thoughts are telling you? Right. Like for me, I realized hmm, there's a lot of conditioning around needing to look a certain way, needing to have a certain number on the scale. So it's getting aware of the fact that a lot of my childhood, I saw that messaging in media, in magazines, online. So, oh, okay, I see how that's coming to play in my own thoughts. Um, And with the curiosity, I think that this is most helpful before, during, and after eating food, honestly. You know, asking yourself, Ooh, okay, why is it that I have this big urge to eat everything? Sometimes that'll come up for me. It has been recently. Um, I've been noticing at night I'm like, I just have this urge. I want to have pretzels. I want to have more snacks. I just want to keep eating. And some nights, I'm like, okay, then let's let's do that. That's part of healing is allowing myself to then go have those snacks. I just think to have that conversation with yourself to then maybe uncover the answer. For example, when it comes to Thanksgiving, and getting your Thanksgiving plate, I have this thing where I get this sense of like, I don't want to say aggression, but I feel within me panic. It's a panic that if I don't go first or at like the front of the line, right, with my family and friends who I'm eating with, that there's not gonna be enough food for me. I'm not gonna get a good plate of food. The food that's there when I go is gonna be bad and I've missed my opportunity to eat great food, right? Like I sense in myself, every Thanksgiving this like, oh, I need to go first so that I can get all the food that I wanna have. And I talked about this on Instagram. I talked about this like a week ago when I was on a plane and I said that I needed to have snacks on me because it just like makes me feel safe. I do think I have this fear of not having whether it's enough food or the food that I want. And that comes from the years of me restricting myself. And that's something that I wouldn't have been able to really put into words or assess if I didn't sit back and say, hmm, if we're curious about this, why do I get this urge? And then it's like, I can reassure myself, okay, well, let's say I do go last. First of all, when I go through the line, is there really going to be no food? No, there's going to be food because we've all made this meal together. We thought about how many people would be here. And if anything, we have tons of extras and we do every single year. Let's say for some wild reason, there isn't a lot left. I'm sure someone would. Max would let me nibble off of his plate. Cubby would share with me. There's other food. It's going to be fine. You know what I'm saying? I think our minds like to take us to this place of the world's going to end and I'm going to like panic and I'm not going to have the food and then I'm going to be, you know, deprived. Ask yourself questions. Why do I want this? How does this make me feel? What am I learning from this? What can I do differently next time? And ask yourself those questions without judgment, just with a childlike play, a childlike wonder, really. I remember a time where I was staying at my parents' and my dad had these frozen White Castle burger patties in the freezer. And I mean, I just like would open the freezer, getting whatever, a popsicle ice, and I would see them. And I was just like, I don't know why. I just have this urge to like try one of these patties, which usually isn't me. Like I don't like to have a hamburger from McDonald's. I like a, I'll have like a fast food chicken nugget, but something about like dark meat, not my vibe. But I felt like pulled to these White Castle patties. So listening to my intuitive eating, I'm like, okay, so i the patties. So I make the patties and I bite into the first one and immediately I'm like, this is horrible. I mean, like my gut was right. I just, I don't vibe with frozen dark meat. Even though I had that immediate reaction, I had another bite. And then I had another bite. And then I finished that patty. And then I had the other one. And then I had the other one. And I ate all three. They were sliders. I ate all three of these White Castle frozen sliders. And upon finishing, I felt so uneasy. Not even, I'm not saying from a judgment standpoint, in my stomach, I was like, oh my gosh, like my stomach aches and hurts because like that was clearly food that from the first bite, like it wasn't going to satisfy me. It wasn't serving me. It wasn't what I wanted. I think the toughest moment is sitting with the food in your belly, fresh, regretting it. And I think this happens a lot for people in recovery that moment afterwards. And there's nothing worse than when you're just like, you're feeling it, but in those moments, and if I could maybe guide you a little bit here with what to ask yourself, how do you approach the situation if you're in it? First, always with tender love and care, right? We don't wanna let our mentality get angry and mean. We wanna speak to ourselves the way we would speak to our best friend or imagine the version of yourself when they were 10, okay? And you wanna just say, okay, so what happened here? And I'm like, all right, I wanted these patties. I listened to myself, which was good. However, after the first bite, I already knew I didn't like it, but I kept eating. Hmm, why did I keep eating? And, you know, maybe you can come up with an answer. Maybe you don't. I think for me at the time, I was like, I really wanted to eat them and I wanted them to be good. And I almost think there was like a denial of the fact that they weren't what I had hoped they would be. I know that sounds so dramatic, but like food can be an experience like that where you're so excited that, I mean, do you ever get sad when you finish eating Thanksgiving meal because you're like, oh my God, I ate it and I'm full and I don't want to eat anymore. And it's like a sad thing because you wish you could just keep eating and eating, but now you're sick in your stomach. So I'm asking myself that question. And then I think the biggest thing is, okay, what did I learn? Well, I learned that when I take the first bite and I'm like immediately, no, I got to stop and listen to that voice. And what can I do better next time? Next time, when that happens, I'll try to slow down, remind myself that if I want to keep eating what I'm eating, I am more than allowed to do that. However, this current feeling in my stomach, which makes me feel sick, nauseous, not energetic at all, um, isn't a feeling that I like. And that's not a feeling that I want food to give me when I eat it. So that's what I learned. That's what I'll try to do better next time. And right now, this is where I am. I've got to sit with the fact that this is digesting in my stomach and it's gonna be okay. And so that's kind of how I've worked through those instances with myself one thing we love to do on this podcast is get real. So let's do that. Cute and trendy shoes. Come on. They're normally the most uncomfortable. Like those cute shoes everyone's wearing that you want. You put them on and after almost 30 minutes of wearing them, your feet are in pain. Vionic is here to change that with footwear that doesn't make you compromise on style for comfort with super supportive essentials especially right now, as we get into the thick of fall, you don't have to sacrifice on comfort while still wearing the biggest season trends like water repellent booties, super walkable heels, and the cutest active sneakers for your daily walks. We love a real pod and walk. And imagine if you did it in our sponsor's shoes, Vionic, because Vionic delivers on great feeling feet so you can live your best life through their VioMotion technology. This is a patent Podiatrist developed footbed that's built into every pair. I mean, wearing bionics is like an act of self care. And at the same time, they're supporting your body's natural alignment. No other shoe brand focuses on your wellness like Vionic does. And you guys know I have flat feet. Max always is roasting me on social media. So I need supportive shoes. And the Bionic sneakers are perfection, specifically the Walker Classic in all white. These are the perfect trend right now of that chunky, old fashioned looking sneaker but they feel amazing and they look even better. And there's no stress. Bionic's 30-day risk-free trial means there's no reason not to buy. Wear them, love them, or return for a full refund within 30 days. So you have no excuse. Let's do it. Head to www.bionicshoes.com and use code realpod at checkout for free shipping. That's code realpod at checkout for free shipping at www.bionicshoes.com. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now look, navigating life's challenges can make you feel unsure whether it's a career change, a new relationship, becoming a parent, food and body image during the holidays. I mean, this could not be more applicable for today's episode. And therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of those challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. I can personally Confirm this because you guys all know I love therapy. Therapy is one of the biggest reasons I was able to begin my healing journey. It is so, so beneficial. And as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be simpler. There's no waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. And I know even wanting to go to therapy is a big decision to make, but then finding the perfect therapist is stressful and it can often deter people, I think, from pursuing the process. That's why BetterHelp makes it so easy, and you can switch therapists at any time if for any reason you want to try someone new. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash realpod. That's betterhelp.com slash realpod to save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash realpod. This episode is also brought to you by one of our most beloved and favorite sponsors here at RealPod, Athletic Greens. Y'all know I love Athletic Greens. Earlier this week, I said I was revamping my morning routine, which most definitely consisted of athletic greens. I drink this every single morning. And maybe you're wondering, okay, wait, what is this stuff again? Well, it's a greens powder mixed with water. And in just one scoop, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day. Right, You guys, this special blend of ingredients, it supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, all the things. Personally, I feel it most from the nutrition standpoint. And I did that at the start of the day. And I could mentally check that box that those very important ingredients and nutrients that my body needs and craves to be optimal, they've already received. You know, lots of people take some kind of multivitamin and for me, AG1 is that small micro habit with the huge benefits. It replaces all the vitamins and supplements. Right now, it's time to arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving RealPod listeners a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com realpod. Again, that's athleticgreens.com realpod to pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Tip number three is assemble the troops. What I mean by that is leaning on support, whether it is a best friend that you guys have been doing intuitive eating together, or you've been on the same page about recovering or healing your mental health, and you could text each other and you can FaceTime and you can check in about what's going on. I think that's one of the best case scenarios. Let's say for some reason you don't have that friend. It's totally fine. I did not have that friend when I was going through intuitive eating. Actually, I did it a lot by myself. Now I love being that friend for others when my friends text me. It's like literally my pride and joy. If a friend texts me something, Aubrey will do this frequently. She'll text me and be like, so I was at lunch and there were two options of salads and she's like, I really didn't care which one I chose, but they listed the calories. And so I just chose the one with less. Is that bad? And I'm like, first of all, I think it's like so awesome that she sent me this text and she's being curious with herself. Like, "Hmm, why did I lean towards the low cal option? Is it a bad thing? And, you know, then we talked that through and I'm like, you have the right and ability to choose either salad you want. I would just be cautious of this maybe reserve thinking that is telling you less calories is better because maybe in this situation, you didn't care which salad it was going to be, but maybe in another situation, it's going to turn into a shaming voice and it's going to create some sort of spiral or restrict desire. So, you know, once again, it's just awareness and the curiosity, but assemble the troops, lean on people. If you have them, if you don't, That's why I'm making this podcast episode so I can be your little bestie in your pocket. You know, whichever tips help you, just come back to them to reassure yourself that you can do this and remind yourself of just kind of the environment and the path that you want to take. And journaling can be great for this. If you want to sit down and write out, you know, what kind of relationship you want to have with your body, the peace you maybe want to feel with food and hold yourself accountable. And actually I hesitate to say hold yourself accountable because that's like diet culture's bread and butter lingo is hold yourself accountable. I'm saying it in a good way. You know, holding yourself true to what you want, which is maintaining a healthy relationship with food and your body. Also, maybe there's good books. There's a good song, anything that makes you feel you're setting yourself up for success. And hey, maybe you're making a therapy appointment the week before you go home and you're taking notes so that you have those to fall back on. Now, tip number four actually goes hand in hand with Number three, because this one is solidifying your bubble. So I was just talking about creating your support system and thinking about the environment and the habits that you should do to keep yourself kind of locked into what you're trying to cultivate. Taking a moment to prepare for the situations that you know might cause more trouble than others. For example, if you're going to a holiday party and you know you're going to see all your cousins or the person who always makes a comment about your body, the person who is always on a new diet. Maybe it's a cousin that you think is really pretty and you always feel this desire to compare yourself to them and how you're not as good or you're not as thin or whatever it is. So those situations are what I'm referring to. And before you enter them, you want to create this bubble. And for me, this is just how I visualize it. I actually did this at USC sometimes when I felt like, Maybe there was a more toxic environment on the team or the vibe wasn't great with a group of people. And I literally would have to stand for five, 10 minutes outside the gym or in my car. And I'd need to close my eyes, take some deep breaths and imagine a bubble forming around me. And what do I want to keep in my bubble? I want to have high energy. I'm positive. I'm optimistic. I'm seeing the opportunity. My bubble is sparkly. You could think about the color of your bubble, what it looks like, and that it is surrounding you. That visualization, I think, is just an added little level of personal armor so that when you walk into a situation and someone does make a comment, right? Let's So let's say you're forming this bubble with the intention that your body is good enough the way that you are, that anything that you crave or you want to eat at this dinner, you're gonna honor that craving. And that only you know your relationship with your body and food and no one else can tell you what that relationship is like. You've created this bubble, you walk in and someone says, oh my gosh, Vic, it's so great to see you. You know, you look like you've lost a lot of weight. Maybe they say that. Or maybe they say, I go get my plate and they say, oh my gosh, you're already having seconds. You ate that so fast. Or, oh my God, I would love to have the mashed potatoes, but I'm trying to have less calories, right? They make a blatant comment about your body, about what you're eating. And you just kind of think to yourself, all right, That was an attack at my big sparkly bubble, but it's bounced right off. I'm feeling my energy. I'm feeling my vibes. Um, Of course, it's still going to affect you, might jolt you a little bit, but you've done the work to prepare for that scenario. So I really love the idea of of this bubble. I hope it resonates with you. And is just a reminder that your energy, your confidence, those things are your vibe. You get to validate that and no one else can be let in. And sometimes when you do feel like someone's popped your bubble or they're, you know, surrounding you from all around, quickly excuse yourself. Go to the restroom. Sometimes I do this a lot. I don't even have to pee or go to the bathroom, but I go to the bathroom. I shut the toilet cover and I sit on top of the toilet and I just take a moment and I like to put my palms up because... Palms up is like willing to, in my mind, it's like receive energy from around you, but also let out the energy that's inside of you. Um, You could also do your palms down and put your hands on your knees if you wanna just like maintain your own energy. For me, I like to kind of have this visual of I'm releasing it because sometimes my energy can be a lot for me. So you're sitting on the toilet and you're just thinking, okay, that was an annoying comment. Maybe you're getting teary-eyed. I've had that happen before. You take your deep breaths and you do your reminders, right? Maybe you're reminding yourself, okay, I get why that hurts. You know, that's a hurtful comment. This is something that I'm working on. But I know that working through this situation is only going to make me stronger. Um, It's only going to add to the reps I'm putting in to be where I want to be. And I get to take five, 10 minutes right now to do some deep breaths, assess how I want to handle the situation, and then walk back out there. That's kind of my bubble theory I'm curious if it resonates and also what kind of bubble you imagine for yourself. And while we're at it, I'm just going to give you a few off-the-cuff automatic responses that you could maybe memorize, bury, and keep in your back pocket for when someone does make that unsolicited remark. So there's a few different things you can do. You can change the topic. So if someone says, oh my gosh, have you lost weight? Or you've been getting stronger. or You must have been lifting. You can just say something like, oh we've been doing a lot of lifting on the team we actually had a really exciting season Um, have you been watching a lot of volleyball so you're not like confirming or denying you're just making a statement and then you're transitioning to something different you know if someone said i'm not going to have mashed potatoes because they look too high calorie i love mashed potatoes and i'm really excited to eat them Period. You don't even have to, I wouldn't ask that person something because they're not someone that I want to talk to but you can just make a statement and stand confident in your choice. I think that's also empowering is not to chirp back. And I know you maybe don't want to cause family drama or maybe you're not confrontational, but in those situations, I'm just like, oh, I love mashed potatoes. And I was, I'm really been looking forward to eat them and then slap my dollop on my plate and keep going through the line. This leads me to number five, which if someone is just so persistent, it's not these little passive comments, but they are continuously stepping over boundaries and crossing the line. And it's really making you uncomfortable. And it's really interfering with what you're trying to do. Don't be afraid to set boundaries, whether it's people talking about food, your body image, even politics. Sometimes we have people who it's not just a little comment here and there every once in a while. It is always, it's consistent, it's persistent. How do you talk to them? So what I recommend is having a conversation with them in a space where you feel like you are comfortable, first of all, and there's time to talk about this. So you don't want it to be in passing or super fast because you wanna look them in the eye and let them know that this can't happen anymore. And if it is someone who really loves you, maybe you're saying our relationship means so much to me, I'm so grateful for how much you care about me. I love you. However, I'm at a place right now where I feel confident navigating food or navigating body image or navigating these issues on my own. And I love knowing you're always here for me. And if I ever need your advice, I'll ask. But right now, I'm chilling. I'm good on my own. You know, I think that's a really respectful yet affirmative, yet warm way to let someone know that their unsolicited advice and feedback and commentary just isn't wanted. And of course, if they're not listening and they continue to violate that over time, you want to get more firm. Hey, I really would prefer and would like to ask you to not make these comments. Is that something that you're going to be able to do? Because I would hate to not be able to have this relationship because I love our friendship or I love X, Y, Z. So, you know, you have to read the room on that. I will say though, you're so worth it. So don't shy away from, you know, stepping into your power and communicating your needs. I actually recently had to reaffirm some of my boundaries with Max. He's always so respectful and he doesn't make comments about food ever. And that to me is like, golden rule number one in our relationship is like, I just can't have him make any comments about food. But recently he made like one very soft joke that was not personal at all. I think what happened was, oh, on the Iskra Lawrence episode in the intro, I told you guys this story about the Krispy Kreme donuts. If you didn't hear that, you can go. It's the intro of the Iskra Lawrence episode. But I ordered these donuts and I was just really in my own head about it because we had had in and out for dinner the night before and I was just like getting bogged down with this idea of fast food and that voice was coming into my head and I ended up telling Max you know I got these donuts and then I was like I was nervous to tell you that I postmated them because I didn't want you to judge me and he was like oh my god babe no like have your donuts and then he said but don't make it three in a row and like I know he was kidding and Max is a jokester and that was after me saying like well it was just because we had in and out last night and I'm having Krispy Kremes tonight and i know he was making a joke it was really interesting for me because he hasn't like said anything like that in a long long time and i know it was innocent because i know his heart and to me like that was just it's never going to be funny it's never going to work in our banter it's never going to be something that's casual for me the fact that that comment still sticks with me that i'm talking about it on the show like it just goes to show how these comments do affect us and so like. I then had to say to him, babe, I know you're just kidding, but like that is something that can't even be joked about. So sometimes you are going to have to reaffirm boundaries and you're gonna have to explain them to people. And of course, Max is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, and then you have to build the trust with this person and you try to create a, a space where you feel safe. So everyone's human, everyone has needs. It's okay for you to communicate those needs. So that's this tip is just don't be afraid to set those boundaries. I could not be more excited about this sponsor of RealPod because this is a brand I know and love and I wear on my wrist every single day. And that is the Little Words Project. It's the original bracelet brand founded on the belief of being kind to yourself and others. Little words are made to be worn, loved, and one day passed on to someone who needs that word of encouragement more than you do. This is actually the first way I ever discovered little words is I gave a talk at a school and someone gave me off of her wrist a bracelet that said, brave. And the best part is that each bracelet has a unique code on the tag that you can register on their website. So you can track where your bracelet goes as it inspires from wrist to wrist. I still have my brave bracelet. I am waiting to pass it on to that next special person. And in the meantime, I have so many new little words, bracelets, including the advocate bracelet, which was a partnership with my charity, the hidden opponent. You can buy the bracelets on their site or you can customize bracelets, which make great gifts for everyone on your list this holiday season at an amazing price. If you have that special saying you always say with your mom, your best friend, your sister, your brother, well, look no further than Little Words Project if you want to empower yourself and spread kindness to others. And we have a special offer for the RealPod audience. Go to littlewordsproject.com slash RealPod or enter RealPod at checkout for 30% off your first order. It's the best offer you can get limited time only. That's littlewordsproject.com slash realpod for 30% off your first order. You can also find Little Words Project at Target, Nordstrom, or one of their flagship stores. So don't forget to use code realpod at checkout or go to littlewordsproject.com slash realpod for 30% off your first order. This episode is also sponsored by Element. If you are following my Instagram stories religiously, you will have seen that all I post about now is Element, and I literally force all my friends to try it and then buy it themselves. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. This means lots of salt, but none of the BS stuff like coloring, artificial ingredients, etc. Element is formulated to help everyone with their electrolyte needs. It's perfectly suited to facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. Element, I literally call it the revival drink because when any of us, Max and I, if we are tired, we have a headache, we feel drained, we just don't feel great. We whip up that element, specifically the orange flavor. I love the orange flavor. And literally within the hour, we are already feeling better. It is wild. Element is used by everyone from NBA, NFL, or NHL players, Olympic athletes, Navy SEALs to everyday moms and dads and exercise enthusiasts. You can even feel amazing and just take Element after your workout to help replenish those lost electrolytes and stay feeling 100. Right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That means eight single-serving packets free with any Element order. So this is a great way to try all eight flavors because you'll get this free eight-single-serving packet with your first purchase. You just have to go to drinkelement.com slash realpod. This deal is only available through my special link. That's drinkelement, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot slash RealPod. And it's totally risk-free to try it. If you don't like it, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. So you have nothing to lose. Head to drinkelement.com slash RealPod. Tip number six, which is more lighthearted and fine. I know we've been like knee deep in very intense things, which are important, but we're going to get lighthearted again, is wear clothes that you love and that make you feel confident. There's literally no point in wearing something a size too small or that makes you anxious when you think about the day you have to wear it. You know, Make sure you're in clothes that you feel confident in and that your body feels good in it can be a whole mental thing to try to pick out an outfit and wear something that you don't feel good in. Or if the jeans are too tight, like I like to have this kind of fast reaction to those things. So if I'm pulling my jeans up and they're tight, I'm like, okay, not these jeans. And I take them off and I go to my other pair. I don't like to let myself sit there and like try to pull them up and say, wait, can I make it work? Or why aren't these fitting me? I'm just like, whatever, not today. Let me go to these other pair that I know I feel good and that are gonna you know, slide right up. So as you think about what you're wearing, whether it's um, on New Year's Eve or to a holiday party, make sure it's something that you're excited to wear and that you feel confident and comfortable in because that's just an easy, no-brainer move. And if anyone's sitting there thinking, there's nothing that I like feel good in, we're in an era right now of fashion where like anything goes. You can wear your favorite type of sweatpants and throw a blazer on top or wear hoop earrings and a really cool boot. And it's suddenly dressed up. So I do think push yourself to find something in your closet that you're excited about, you feel comfortable in and wear that. Tip number seven, and we are almost to the end here, is really just trying to get into a daily moment to moment mindset. What I mean by this is this time of year really pushes forward thinking. You know, I literally saw this TikTok that was so toxic on my feed the other day. And it was this girl writing like, ladies, in five weeks, you're going to be at your New Year's party and you have time to Get the body you want. Like, anyway, and all these comments were like, yes, like 30, di- whatever the days were, like it was just so toxic. And I think it just goes to show that, especially now, there's lots of talk about what you want to look like in the new year, how you should change everything about yourself. Even with food and Thanksgiving, there's this mindset of like not eating a lot the days before and then eating a lot on Thanksgiving and then having to make up for it after. Like be moment to moment. If you wake up on Thanksgiving morning and you wanna have a big breakfast cause you're craving it and it sounds really delicious, have the big breakfast. Be in the moment with your body, listening to its needs, listening to its wants, its cues, and not letting the outside noise bog you down about what's coming, what's next, what you should be doing to prepare. So we're not talking about a New Year's body, a past body, what you ate back then, what you're going to eat in the future. You're just here. You're in this moment. Ask yourself, hmm, what sounds good today? What do I want today? Maybe on Thanksgiving, for some reason, you don't even want to look at turkey. You don't even want mashed potatoes. You're just not in the mood. Make a plate that looks really good for you. Wrap it up. Put a little sticky note on it that says your name and a smiley and put it in the fridge and think, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna heat this up and I'm gonna dive into it. You know, our bodies and our cravings and our wants and satisfactions are different moment to moment. Allow yourself that freedom by being present. I know I do this a lot, especially when there's tons of food options at Thanksgiving and I like physically cannot eat all of them, but I want to try them is I'll grab a cookie and I'll put it in a baggie and I'll put it in the pantry for me tomorrow. And I'll make sure that then in my mind, I feel safe because I'm like, okay, I am going to get to try this really awesome food, but I don't have to force myself to eat it all during this one two-hour dinner. And tip number eight, our final tip of the episode, which you probably could have guessed, is to have compassion for yourself. Yes, I know we're going to end a little cheesy, but it's so important. It is so, so, so important. And I think... You know, when you listened to this episode and if you listen back to it, you're gonna hear a lot of compassion woven in and out of it and just, huh, okay, yeah, I know why that thought's coming up. This has been really hard for me. Or yeah, it makes sense that I got upset by this situation because it was hurtful or it was unexpected or I didn't feel like I deserved it. That's okay. Have that kindness for yourself yourself to allow yourself to make mistakes, to be imperfect, maybe to snap at someone because you weren't in a good headspace, right? Like we're all just trying our best to be our best, right? So take a moment, maybe it's right now, to just take a deep breath. Chances are, if you listen to this, it's because you struggle with some of this stuff and that's okay, so do I, you're not alone. And the fact that you listen to this means you're trying. And I don't think we give ourselves enough credit often enough for trying, right? We're so focused on the result. Like, did I do the thing? Did I get through this? Um was I unbreakable? What about the fact that like you're freaking putting the effort in cuz that's freaking hard a lot of times. I don't do that enough for myself, you know? So, ending this episode, really just taking a moment for okay, this is hard for me it's hard for a lot of people. I know why I maybe struggle with this and I am doing my best. I'm doing my best and that can be enough. I want to thank you for listening um, and spending this time with me. I hope that this was able to be helpful as you navigate everything that is on your plate. I hope there are some people in your life that you're going to be surrounded by who are going to make you happy and make you feel loved and special. Happy holidays. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of RealPod. If this hit home or helped you in some way, send it to a friend, a teammate, roomie, share the love, share the realness. New episodes of RealPod come out every single Wednesday. So make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To leave a rating or review of the show, head to iTunes and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you, not to mention you can stay connected with RealPod throughout the week, seeing behind the scenes info and sneak previews of upcoming guests by following the RealPod account on Instagram. All information about today's show and guests will be linked in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. I love you guys so, so much. Let's go dominate the day and as always, keep it real.